I'm not above wearing someone's dirty armor. I know I'm not supposed to run with my scimitar, but I do. Who said you can't run with your scimitar? I don't know. Hey there, everybody. It's Matt here, everybody's favorite pirate lord. I know some people prefer Tessa Fairwind, and some like the Hurricane King, and some might even like the Master of Gales, but not you. Now, you've got discerning taste, my friends. You like Captain Devoth, and that says something about you. I'm not sure exactly what it says, but it's definitely something. Anyway, we got another reminder right off the top here that Swiss Army Scorpion, in its entirety, is going to be attending Carnage 22 in Killington, Vermont this year. Convention runs from November 1st through the 3rd, though we'll only be there for the 2nd and 3rd. On top of that, Alex and myself are going to be running some games for those who might want to stop by, say hi, and catch a game. Both games are starting at 1 p.m. on Saturday the 2nd. Alex has game number 329, and he is running the Feast of Ravenmore module from Pathfinder. I myself am hosting game number 291, and I'm going to be running as much of the first book of Age of Ashes Adventure Path from Pathfinder 2nd Edition as we can fit in. As of the time of this recording, there is one ticket left available for my game and three for Alex's, so go ahead and quote-unquote buy your tickets soon if you want to have your spot reserved at the table. If our events sell out, don't worry. There's also waiting lists that available for both. You could put your name on there. If someone drops out unexpectedly, we can slide you right in. We're not sure what games the rest of the crew are going to be playing while we're there, but as soon as we find out, we'll be sure to pass it on so you can get a chance to try out a game with your favorite podcaster, or even Tom. Next up, we have an announcement concerning our Patreon. Starting Friday, October 4th, the day this very pod drops in your feeds, we are rolling out our new reward tiers for patrons. First up, we have our $1 to $2 tier, which will get you a crew member aboard the Mascador named after you. That's right, you can fulfill your lifelong dream of being a redshirt crew member aboard a fictional pirate ship on our audio-based medium. Next up for our $5 tier, we will be writing a monthly article delving into different aspects of Pathfinder, whether it's running the game, creating a character, or how to deal with players like Joe. Most of these will be written by either Alex or myself, but we're hoping to rope some of the others into contributing too on occasion. If you have something you'd like us to cover, drop us a tweet or a message on Facebook, or you could even join us on Discord from the link at the top of our website. Next is our $10 tier on Patreon, which comes with something to give me more work. Early episode access. Now you can get your favorite pirate hijinks delivered straight to your ear holes on Tuesdays, a full three days before anyone else who isn't bribing us. This early access will start on October 8th, just four days after this episode will be hitting your brains. Last but certainly not least is our $15 tier, which is going to allow us to start sending out stuff twice a year. We're looking at Swiss Army Scorpion shirts, Swiss Army Scorpion fidget spinners, Swiss Army Scorpion pins, mouse pads, and or more that we haven't thought of yet. We really and truly appreciate you guys contributing to our little show, so we were looking into starting to give it back to. Now, with all that out of the way, it's time for a little detour from our island-conquering escapades. This week, we bring you our very first sweet side action, where we're using the official Pathfinder 2nd Edition rules. Now, without further ado, we present to you Sweet Side Action Episode 8, Sticky Situations. Blood and bloody ashes. Welcome back to some sweet side action. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. We come to you this week, finally done with the second edition playtest rules, and we are now transferring into the official second edition of Pathfinder. Ooh, Hooray! 
So, uh, not only that, I do believe at the end of our last side action, we, or you, all leveled up. Yes, we did. So, on top of a rules change, we have a level up. So, there's going to be... Confusion. Yes. That, that's, <laughs> yes, some confusion. <laughs> we'll try to keep it to a minimum and explain what we can for everyone who is just learning second edition. Or, like uh, us. Yeah, like us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure this out together. Everybody everybody hold hands. We're in this together, folks. (laughs) Follow Mr. President. All right. So speaking of, uh, last time we left off, you guys had just found this gigantic blue crystal, this blue glowing crystal, and I believe Lord Protector E went out and touched it. It did. So it uh, almost like exploded with this warm blue light, and you all felt yourself reinvigorated in the form of being fully healed and leveled up to level two. Uh, and also, as the light fades, you notice that Mr. President reappears in the room next to you. Oh, oh, Mr. Jam- President. Jam Jam Shalalbit has reappeared, yes. I'm back. I kind of clutch my heart in relief. I, I also clutch Lord E's heart. All right. So you guys find yourselves in this room, and a quick little jaunt around the corner, you do notice that there are stairs leading down to the next level. So what are we doing? We're going to go down the stairs. Yeah, I'm going down the stairs for sure. Sounds good. I follow. What's over here? Over there is a door. Similar to what you've seen before, just that little pull chain on it that looks like it'll... It's a simple mechanism that you're used to. Guess we'll have to turn back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we pull it, should we uh, should we see if there's any traps around? or? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you, Good idea. If you want to do that, go ahead and roll perception for the seek action. Chester Copperpot, 19. Lord Protector E, 18. Sindral, 15. Shawan Simpson, Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> the Ohio State University. Yeah, that's right. All right, so uh, you look around and none of you notice any traps. I don't want to pull the lever. I pull it. So, so you open the doorway and... The hallway immediately turns to the right, goes down a little bit, and then turns back to the left. A little bit down that hallway, you see a hallway to the a hallway branching off to the left, and then the hallway that you're on continues to the right. Does this appear to be a door? Yes. Can I take a five foot step and see down the hallway, or does my vision end where? Nope, nope. If you step there, you can then see a little further down the hallway. Um, I peek my head around as well. Five foot step, peek my head around. So you look down the hallway, and you can see... This is opening. This is empty hallway. But this is another door you see down the hallway on the right side. Alrighty. Well, I'm usually a fan of... You gotta check them all, so you might as well start with the one you're closest to. Yeah. Let's get that close one. So you're gonna check in that one out there? Alright, you go up to it, and you see a door with a lock on it. There are no pull chains. It doesn't seem like there's anything else. It's just a locked door. Okay, looks like it probably takes one of the similar keys that we've already found. Indeed. Ooh. And both of them broke off, right? Yes. Well, be more careful with this one. It's almost like the keys are designed to be one-time use. Right? Well, (laughs) what about this door? That door? Well, if you just go ahead and like kind of like push on it, Jimmy Lock a little bit, it just opens right up. All right, and what do my peepers see? You see a room. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah, so yeah, you see a room. What do you do? I walk in here and then do another head peekeroni. Okay. Looking around, uh, in 
the top right corner of the room, you see a a pile of what looks like almost like animal furs. I go over and look at them. Okay. When you pick up the furs, you're you're examining them, and I don't, and it looks like they're actually I don't want to say tailored, but you know, like sewn and like formed mm-hmm. into something that would be wearable. In function, you just found a set of hide armor. Sweet. Uh, hide armor is in fact. Uh, mediums, uh, yeah, it's medium armor. Right. What am I? I'm a ranger? Oh, it's perfect for me. Yeah, I try it, it on. Is. Does it fit me? And do I look cool? Yes and no. Okay, so you are trained in unarmored, you are trained in light armor, and you are trained in medium armor. Oh, but, yes! But not heavy. Sweet. You're gonna put on the hide armor? Hell yeah. Alright. Is there, like, a hat, too, and, like, pants, or...? Um, it, yeah, it is basically, like, it's, it's like a hide shirt and it's like thick hide shirt and pants so it provides you a plus three item bonus to your ac oh man what? i'm a tank now plus three uh it caps your decks at a plus two but that is your oh, dex modifier armor. so it's not hurting you either awesome freaking jackpot it was a treasure room can i make a perception check to see if there's anything less obvious in this room like a secret switch that leads to a key that opens oh. that other door uh well as he is putting on the hide armor you do notice a small pack uh like kind of tumbles out of it. I pick it up. <laughs> uh and you look in and it looks like uh basic wilderness supplies. You basically find uh some like a day's worth of rations for one person. More rations, huh? Alright, well what do I see down here? Uh down here you see it just turns to the left and it kinda opens up into a you know, a good size room, a fifteen by fifteen room that uh, happens to be covered in spider webs. All right. Well, I want to go right here and go with the Copperbot special with the peek around <laughs> peekaboo. Okay. Go ahead and roll a uh, perception for me to seek. Woo! Natural twenty, that bad boy for twenty-five. Oh, baby. All right. You don't seem to see anything. Perfect. Well, <laughs> nothing here, guys. Head back. Natural twenty. You don't see anything. Oh. I'm gonna. You say there's a lot of spider webs. Yeah. Can I attack them with my scimitar? Uh, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna start attacking because I want to try out what my armor feels like in battle, and so this is a perfect I opportunity. Get spider webs. Yeah, I'm not going around I will, hacking uh, up spider webs. I will, I will right. follow in the cleared path. Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. As soon as Chester takes a swing at the the web, he he slices through a bit of webbing, and then you see other pieces of webbing start move that you're pretty sure are not connected to the one that he just sliced. Oh, boy. And you saw what I wanted to do in this room, too. I was just hacking everything. So it wasn't like I gently sliced one. I was like, I went in there swinging. <laughs> A gigantic man-sized spider just scrabbles oh. down the web. Ew. And everybody roll initiative. Ah, jeez. I feel like this is partially my fault, so hopefully I have good initiative and you guys don't just get wrecked. Oh, oh. <laughs> so what do we have for initiative uh Sindral, what'd you get i got a 21 okay uh lord protector e how about you i got an eight a gentleman's eight uh mr president what'd you get i got a 24 show off <laughs> president like and uh mr Copperpot, what'd you get uh i got an eight but it was not a natural one so so yours is gonna be higher than elora's because he got an 8, not on a natural one, so that means Chester's initiative uh, modifier is going to be a lot higher. 
or Excellent. higher enough. So the uh, spider's up first, and he is going to attack uh, Chester Copperbot for disrupting her web. Now, are we sure I didn't accidentally get her, you know, like a little bit with the spider <laughs> as I was flailing wildly? With a wildly. little bit of spin attack. Yeah, no, you definitely didn't. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so the spider's coming at you with her fangs. Oh, perfect. And that is an 18. Does an 18 hit? No, because I just got that new armor, bitch. <laughs> nice. So she's going to attack again. Again, let's see. Oh, I shouldn't have taunted her. <laughs> she had two attacks. The spider's probably also what killed whatever your armor is now made out of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that is a 14 to hit. Nope. Go back to hitting school. And she's going to try it one more time because let's oh, give it a on. shot. Oh, well, that's a 10 to hit. That's not going to do it. Nope. New armor's providing use already. I know, right? All right. Ain't Mr. President, Jam Jop is up next. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to shoot a magic missile at it. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. Uh, Dart of force hits automatically and deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage. You send a number of missiles equal to the number of action you use to cast this spell. 1 through 3. I'm using 3. You can target each missile independently. Okay. So you do 1d4 plus 1 three times. 10 damage total. Nice. So that definitely, definitely hurt. Spider recoils from that. <laughs> and that brings us to Sindral. Uh Sindral's gonna attempt to get into the action here. He's a he's a little bit inside, but uh I think we can move through people, right? Yes. Because of the webbing, every basically every open square in that room is difficult to read. Okay. And I am more than fine with that. I will move over to Over here? Yeah. And I will take a swing with my uh, new rapier. Yeah, there you go. Words, <laughs> not friends. And I got a 27 a really to attack. A wow. 27 wow. to hit? That is a critical hit. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Nice. What do we do for critical hits on this? So a critical hit is um, just straight up, it does double damage. Okay. So whatever I roll, it just doubles that? Oh, oh, there we go. Oh. Critical damage, 12 piercing. All right. And you're also, uh, roll a d8 for me as well. Because that is, I'm not sure if it's a change, but, or if I just realized it, but if you notice on his rapier, it says a deadly Ooh. d8. Yeah. That means whenever you crit with that weapon, you roll an additional d8 on top of the crit damage. God damn. That is eight. So eight on top of the 12 is 20 damage, and this spider just Curls up, crumbles, and dies. Oh, wow. my God. Nice. <laughs> that was brutal. I kind of give, like, a <laughs> high five to Mr. President. Oh, like, I, I right back go. at you. <laughs> Bang, I like, hit that high five. I watched the like, elbow, too. No look. <laughs> Your reputation and, uh, just improved from the guy that hacked up rats to the guy that fucking murders giant spiders. Oh, I'm still going to take, like, this thing's fangs or attempt to, at the very least. Like, <laughs> I'm dismembering Well, bodies. yeah, you deserve a trophy after that. That's cool. Can I attempt to start taking out like fangs and stuff, or like? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll a uh, survival check. Oh. Don't poison yourself. Yeah, that's gotta go for the dangerous parts here. But <laughs> my survival's not good, which is so weird. Just believe in your character, Tom. Oh, he twenty-one. Will, he will reward you. Twenty-one. <laughs> that's amazing. 
All right, yeah, you using your dagger and being pretty careful, you managed to... I, I assume you want the actual venom sacks, yeah, that's not, what, not just the actual fangs. Yes, that's what I want. Okay, yeah, so yeah, using your dagger, you managed to you know cut it open and you get at those venom sacks without actually without damaging them. Whew. So uh, I'm going to need more perception to seek in this room. Uh, 23. Everyone else? 13. 17. <laughs> so Chester and Sindral would both see this. Um, just kind of like looking around after this spider has curled up its legs and everything else. You notice a small glint in uh, some webbing off to one side. Going over to look, you d- you notice a small key stuck in the webbing. Nice. Sweet. All right, so what's next? I would assume let's go back and try this newfound key on that locked door. All right, so yeah, you go in, and the key just fits right into that lock, and it opens up. In this room, all of those, uh, the, the doorway markings are actually just like iron grates. They almost look like uh, cells of some sort. Do they open? You don't see a way for any of them to open. Are they still structurally sound? Kind of bang on with my shield and or club. Uh, while they don't seem like good as new, they they do seem like they're pretty sturdy. Like they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Is this one like a great too, or is this an actual book? Uh, that is a great, but uh, roll me a perception to seek once you get there. That's a fifteen. Is that everybody or? Oh, I want to check this one down here. I don't care about that one. So yeah, Sindral, if you want to roll me a perception too, you can take a look at it. It is an eighteen. As soon as you get to that grate, you look in and like. Just right on the other side, you notice just like another pile of rags sitting there within arm's reach. Can I take my rapier and uh, try to jostle it? Sure. I mean, if the rags are in reach. Yeah, so Sindral pulls out his rapier and pokes at the the pile of rags a few times and uh, nothing happens. Do they look fancy or anything or is it just rags? No, just, just rags pretty much. Chester, around that corner where you went... You find another locked door. Sweet. I unlock it. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be locked. I keep trying. <laughs> Guys, get over here. This one's locked. I can't get through it. Question, did the key we just found break off in the lock like the previous two? Yes. I will just say, like, uh, unless stated otherwise, you can assume that any key that you find is one-time use. It will just kind of like break off in whatever lock you find, whatever lock it goes to. I'm going to pull out those rags if Sindral's just going to poke at them with his rapier and then leave them. Okay, you pull out the rags. Uh, they seem to be someone's, someone's Dirty old, clothes. Kind of, yeah, old clothes, but they seem to be like a sturdier leather than they first appear. These would function as a set of leather armor if if you wished. Ah, I would, I, do, I would wish. Yeah, Lord Protector E needs some armor. So that gives you a plus one item bonus to your AC. Better than nothing, but not by that's, much. That's true. <laughs> uh, but as you're putting them on, you do notice a familiar feeling lump in a pocket. You reach in and pull out a key. Hey! <laughs> Alright. Key goes in the hole. It turns. It clicks. I kick. And what do we see? So in this room, you go in and it's a fairly square room. And you notice that the hallway, you know, just kind of... Little hallway bends off to the left, but just a, a, a quick glance, it looks to be a dead end. And you see two pressure plates on either side of the door at the far end of the room. Now, what if I want to give it more than a quick glance to the left? Then you can roll me a perception to seek. That's going to be an 18. 
and 18, you find a small button on the wall. That's what I'm talking about. Let's push that button. All right. You push that button, and this bit of wall actually just slides open, giving you kind of backdoor access into that cell you were just looking into. Oh, gotcha. And as you enter, you notice in a little alcove on the wall that you couldn't see from the other side, there is a short bow with a quiver with 10 arrows in it. Ooh. Who could use those? I start thinking about what it means to be a ranger, and then I look in my inventory, and then I look back at the bow. Chester, I think you should take the bow. Well, the president has ordered it. Nice. I hand over the bow. You guys stepping on pressure plates? I'm stepping on pressure plates for sure. I'll stand Um, back a step. So who's standing on the pressure plates? I am. Sindral's laying down on them, and uh, (laughs) Chester's on the other one. Yeah, I'm on the other one playing with my bow. All right, so as soon as you are both on the pressure plates, the door swings open. What if I just stand on my pressure plate? Nobody else is on it. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. So there's still two of you standing on the pressure plate. What are you guys going to do? Uh, I try to step off by like by like jumping through. <laughs> I'm just like, whoop. As soon as you step off, the door slams shut. I try to. Oh! Oh, no. Does oh, he no! make it through, though? No. Oh, no. Why don't we uh why don't we go into the other room and go grab the spider and go use it for the pressure plate? Start hacking it up. It's that's a big spider. Cut that bad boy right down the middle. Yeah. One on each side. Alright, so you guys go back and get the spider corpse and drag it through the hallways to this oh, room. Yeah. I do so proudly. <laughs> so yeah. Uh just cutting the spider up into roughly equal halves. And putting one on each pressure plate seems to be enough weight to hold them open. Yeah, go team. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. So we do shit around here. So you know, stupid. I might not like spiders, <laughs> but they are useful. You all finally get through that door. And the hallway just kind of winds to the right and then back to the left a little bit. And then you can see a just a long hallway with a branch to the right a little up and a branch to the right further along. Just running right up there, Lord Protector. Yeah, I guess we'll check this one. Okay. When you get to about here, you look down that hallway to the right, and you see a well-armed and armored skeleton. And as soon as you turn the corner, he like immediately animates and starts walking towards you. Cool. Okay. Initiative, Good. please, everybody. Good oh. clobber to this fool. All right. So what do we have for initiative? Syndral. Nine. Lord Protector E, how about you? Twenty-two. All right, Mr. President. A 10. And Chester. 25, everyone out of my way. I've got a bow <laughs> and armor. All right, so Chester is up first. Yeah, here I come. Boom, right here. And uh, I had my bow out because I was playing with it, so I'm going to fire from five feet away. <laughs> oh, boy. Hope this is a good idea. I feel like the back of my head's not going to appreciate this. Uh, you go ahead and roll me an attack, and the... Skeleton is going to take an attack of opportunity back at you. Oh, I'm such a fool. Well, wait, did he did he go for he didn't go. That's not a thing. You're Oh. They're like you're not flat footed until you go in second edition. Oh my god, that's so fucked. Yeah. Alright. Twenty three. So a twenty three does hit. Yeah. And he swings at you with a fourteen. So you you hit him with a twenty three and you're Two piercing damage seems to be ineffectual. It's almost like yeah, arrows are not very good against skeletons. So you had to walk up to him. That was one action. 
You... Well, I didn't walk up to him. I hustled up to him. Okay. And I was like, freeze, and then just shot him. But you took a single action to walk up, to move up to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one action to attack with your bow. You have one action remaining. Is it an action to take out a more effectual weapon? It is. But I, I make it look like uh, I'm not embarrassed to have totally botched my action. <laughs> I, like, shoot him with the bow. Like, it doesn't do anything, but I'm, like, really slyly take out that scimitar, you know? Not like, ooh, better take out my scimitar. Okay. So that is your turn. Now it is the skeleton's turn, and he is going to swing at Chester with his longsword again. That is a 15 to hit. Yep. Nope. Get out of here. He swings back in with a 26. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that hits. All right. Sorry, 21. I don't know why that didn't mm, do the penalty. Still hits. Uh, so you take six damage. Okay. Okay. I'm not loving that, but <laughs> fine. And with his final action, the skeleton raises his shield. All right. Lord Protector E, you are up. Now is Copperpot clogging up the whole lane here? He is indeed. You really have to see the map to see how much I'm clogging it up. <laughs> two squares. One's him, one's me. and then uh, This is two it. hands on the plunger kind of clog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. I can do lay hands on somebody else, right? Uh, you can. Also, that's a good time for me to explain this, too. They changed the way that the focus points are worked out in this. Okay. Uh, right now, you have one focus point. One. Yes, but uh, what you can do with it, like you can you use it and whatever, and then when you are not in a fight, it is you can spend ten minutes to refocus, which would give you that point back. Hmm. You spend ten minutes to recover one focus point. So if you have more focus points you can spend extra time to recover more than that, but it takes 10 minutes to recover one when you're not in a fight. Okay. And that's how I do my lay of hands, my focus point? Yes. Uh, yeah, I can't really do anything else, so... If only that guy wasn't in our way. <laughs> I'm, uh... I guess I'm gonna take a step up here. Let me go here. And... As I leave to go up, check out the other hallway, I'm going to mumble something under my breath that Copper Pot can only really just make out embarrassing as I mumble away. Okay, so you're just leaving? Yep. I can't do anything. He's got to back up, and then even if he backs up, like I'm still going to get blocked out. So we'll see what's going on up here. Okay, you go up there and to check out the other hallway, and it just kind of goes down, and you can see... Uh, another doorway at the end of it, leading oh. to the right. I don't want to straight up leave, so then I'll, come, I'll come back. Okay. I'll hang out. Can I put my shield up? Sure. Yeah, it was well, yeah, it was one, one action to move up to check out the hallway, one action to move back, and then one action to raise the shield. Okay. And that brings us to Mr. President. All right. I'm going to shoot a glob of acid around the corner at this skelly boy. Okay. Wow. Using, that's what the... Acid splash, a cantrip. Yes, that's All an right. eighteen on my attack. Uh, eighteen does not hit. What? Cool. Oh. All right. Well, then I use an action to move back by. That was it. Okay. Geez, sick. Yeah, they... sick turn, guys. <laughs> okay, so Cinderella, you're up. I mean, I can't even get in there. 
Sindral will uh will position himself right there in the weights, hoping that he backs up. So you're getting in front of protecting your president? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So that's one action. You got two actions left. Would you like to do anything with them? Can I hold my action to see if uh to see if he backs up and then I can uh kind of get in on the uh, uh you could in the spend, corner there? You could spend two actions to ready an action. I will ready an action. Okay. So that's two actions, and that basically gives you, it adds a reaction to your character that you can use however you wish. So if you, I, I'm assuming you want to word it so that, like, you want to attack him if he comes within range. Right. Okay. Um, and just, you know, that is a reaction. You only get one reaction per turn. So, it, like, if he comes up to attack you, you would have to choose between either hitting him or using your nimble dodge reaction. Okay. Uh, and now it is Chester's turn. Yeah. Time to really crush this guy since I'm the only one who can do anything. Load another arrow and get him right in the head. <laughs> no, I already put the bow away. The scimitar's out. It's scimitaring time. Melee strike! Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> does that hit? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Melee strike! Oh. Now, does a twelve hit? <laughs> uh, no, and it's actually a seven because your second attack comes at a minus five penalty. Okay, so I get up? the picture now. I'm going to go over here as a move action. Okay, and he is going to take his attack of opportunity on you. <laughs> oh, no. Or, you know, you could have just taken that five-foot step. Yeah, okay. I know better than no. that. Uh, oh, no. Does a 22 hit you? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. So you take another 12 damage. Are you going to die? <gasps> 12 damage? Yeah, Max roll on the die. 12. Ow. Okay. I'm alive, but not well. <laughs> What's your hit points at? 14. 14 yeah. left? He's yeah. at 14 out of, I think, 32 that he had maxed. Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, that brings us to the skeleton, who is going to advance. So, that would allow Sindral to use his reaction to attack if he wishes. Yep, and I will. Okay. Uh, can I... I'm noted, I see it word on here and i don't know exactly what it leads to but can i disarm this creature not with your readied action because you specifically readied an attack okay because to use disarm you use the athletic skill and then you try to you know disarm it with you compare your athletics to to its athletics yeah if you succeed he drops the weapon and if you critically succeed you take the weapon <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna just uh try to poke it okay does a 22 hit? Oh, 27, sorry. You're good. Yep, a 27 does oh, hit. Oh, wait, does that, is that a uh, credit? It is not. Oh, okay. So, give me damage. Nine damage. Okay, that looks like it hurt a bit, but not all that much. And now the skeleton, given a fresh target, is going to uh, take a swing at Cinderall. So, it had to walk up there. That's one action. It swings with its longsword. Does a 26 hit? Yes, <laughs> Does it beat you by more than 10? No. Okay. Then you take seven damage. Okay. And then the skeleton raises its shield with its other action. Uh, I believe that brings us to Lord Protector E. Now, question. Does he get the bonus from the shield if he, he has it Sorry, raised facing central and I'm on the other side of him? Uh, he does get the shield bonus, but because you are flanking him, he is considered flat-footed against you. So it actually just kind of negates the shield. Gotcha. Like, the shield gives him a plus two bonus, and then flanking makes him flat-footed, which is a minus two to AC. 
Alright, let's go a Billy Boppin with my Billy Club. I'm guessing a 12 doesn't hit. It does not. Hmm. Let's go one more. Nope, that's even lower. And with my third action, I will raise my shield. Alright. Jam jump, Mr. President. Yeah, I am going to try that acid glob again. I got a good feeling about it this time. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Get that critical. Oh, no way. So that oh. is a what? that is a crit, and if that says correctly, you just did six damage with the crit. Yep. And Very on nice. a critical success, target takes one persistent acid damage. Very nice. That means yes, on its sizzle. turn, it's going to take one acid damage, and I believe pers- I believe that only lasts for one round. But I'm going to double check. What a terrible use of the word persistent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it takes persistent damage one time. Um, no, it, it does say every round. Yeah, the way persistent damage works is the skeleton is going to take that one acid damage at the end of its turn every time, and every time it every time anything takes persistent damage, you roll a DC 15 flat check, which just means you roll a D20 and add nothing to it. So if you roll a 15 or higher, the persistent damage goes away. Okay. 15 or higher is pretty hard. Yeah. So that's one of those, yeah, you got a 25% chance of making it go away every round. I am much happier with my acid shot. So you still have one action remaining, Miss President. Ah, I'm going to use it doing nothing. Okay. I'm going to encourage the team. Go team. Rah, rah, sis, Pumbaa. Pretty much. I, I, <laughs> I, put out, I put away my magic rock and pull out my pom-poms. Oh, I, I will take this inspired <laughs> rage. <laughs> I don't have right. it, I just like to cheerlead. <laughs> yeah, I was just hoping. All right, Sindral, you're up. Sindral will attempt a, a disarm. Okay, so that is an athletics check. Now, just out of curiosity, because it's a disarmor check on a skeleton, would that result if he does it successfully and him just like chopping off the hand? Uh, I kind of hope no. so. <laughs> oh. So let's see. To disarm, you have to have at least one hand free, which I'm pretty sure you do. The target can't be more than one size larger than you, and it's not. So. Oh, so you would attempt an athletics check against the skeleton's reflex DC. So go ahead and roll athletics. And does a 20? That matches it, so you have disarmed it. Nice. Um, oh, sorry, just kidding. A success on a disarm attempt, you have weakened your opponent's grasp on the item. Until the start of that creature's turn, attempts to disarm the opponent of that item gain a plus two bonus, and the target has a minus two penalty to attacks with the item or other checks requiring a firm grasp on it. So basically you just kind of like, you made it kind of fumble with it until its turn comes around again. Okay. I'm just going to make a a regular attack then. Okay. 12 doesn't hit. No, no it does not. And uh, one more time. Okay. Add a minus 5. Oh, and that's a natural 1. So you do not hit. In every imaginable way you do not hit. (laughs) <laughs> you go to stab the skeleton you manage to go right through his ribs and almost stab Lord Protector E <laughs> you go right into side. my shield <laughs> <laughs> alright and that brings us back to Chester yeah do I know any heals <laughs> I don't know do you probably not no yep. I don't see any spells you don't have any spells oh quick repair perfect <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it appears not okay well I don't want to die I'm going to hold my action. All three of them. I'm going to hold three actions. Okay. Well, readying an action costs two actions to do. So, like, no. you, you spend two actions to uh-huh. ready 
something. Okay. You basically give yourself a reaction and you set what the trigger is. Okay, so I'm ready to attack if he comes near me. Otherwise, I'm going to let my team handle this guy. Okay, so now it's the skeleton's turn. And since since Sindral is the one that was trying to jostle its sword hand, it is going to continue attacking Sindral. So he swings in with the longsword. Does a 23 hit? Uh, yeah. So you take another 6 damage. Ooh. And he swings in again. So there's a 15 hit. No, 15 does not hit. Okay. And then he, again, raises his shield to the third action. Okay. Lord Protector E. Oh, shit. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> I'm going to take a swing at him. This game is rigged. <laughs> Sindral <laughs> is, like, is like begging, please, I'm distracting him. Please just hit him. <laughs> I take another swing. Nope. Oh, but Matt, he takes one point of acid damage. Yes, he does. Oh. So yes, the skeleton takes one acid damage and does not pass his persistent flat DC, so he is still taking acid damage next round. Good call. Thank you for keeping me honest. All right, you got one action left, Lord Protector E. Come on. Just so you know, too, I'm not sure if this is typed into, but you can use your lay on hands to damage an undead. Oh, oh yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. Should you spells? wait until next turn before you do that? Is there an attack? A- it would put you at a minus 10 penalty if there's an attack a- attached to it. No. All right. Yeah. It looks like to use lay on hands, really, you do not even need to make an attack. You can just do, do it. Do it? <laughs> um, as a free action? It's It costs one action. It, it has a somatic component which is the act of touching it. But I'll just read the actual description. Is your hands become infused with positive energy, healing a living creature or damaging an undead creature with a touch. If you use land hands on a willing living target, you restore six health. If the target is one of your allies, they also gain a plus two bonus to their AC for one round. Against an undead target, you deal 1d6 damage and it must attempt a fortitude save. If it fails, it takes a minus two penalty to AC for one round. So Ooh. it doesn't say anything about an attack roll or anything like that. You just do 1d6 damage and it has to make a fortitude save. Okay. So if I don't have to make a roll, could I make a combat maneuver to drop my sword and just like lunge out and try and grab around it? And then because I'm touching it, that sets off the lay of hands. Like, how do you mean? Like you're trying to, if you're trying to grapple it, that's going to be a, another action. So yeah. No, that's that would be two different actions that you would have to do. Okay. Um, one would be an athletics check to try and grapple it, and the other one would be the lay on hands. Is that how you do it? It's athletics? Yeah, they use the athletic skill instead of... They got rid of CMB and CMD entirely, and it's all relied on the athletic skill now. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and, like, grapple onto him. Like, lunge out and, like, get my arms around him so that he won't be able to take a swing at Syndrome. Uh, let's see, grapple, you have to have at least one hand free, your target cannot be more than one size category larger than you, so if you use a free action to drop the club, you will then have a free hand. You attempt an athletics check against their fortitude DC, and if you succeed, your opponent is grabbed until the end of your next turn, unless you move or your opponent escapes as a check. Um, A critical success, the opponent is restrained until the end of your next turn, unless you move or it escapes. A failure is just you fail to grapple. A critical failure is nothing unless you were already grappling it. 
So if you want to do that, go ahead and roll athletics. Bang. 18. An 18. You have grabbed your opponent. You have grabbed the skeleton. Okay, I grabbed him. Yeah, that's my turn. I'll end it latched on. Okay. Very nice. Okay, so the escape DC is like the skeleton's going to have to roll athletics against your athletics DC, which is just 10 plus your modifier. So on its turn, it'll have to roll an 18 to get out of that. All right, so yeah, he is flat-footed and immobilized until he either escapes or you let him go. And on your turn, that's just going to require another uh, athletics check to maintain it. But either way, now it is Mr. President's turn. Jam job. Aw, yeah. I think we know what I'm going to do. A little acid splashy? I'm going to squirt some acid at him. Oh, 23 to hit. Uh, 23 hits. Nice. Uh, Three damage. Nice. (laughs) Squirt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got one more action. You you stand there? I'm standing strong. All right. Sindral. Sindral's seeing the opportunity. He's going to take a little stabby stab. And does oh. a 28 oh. critical <laughs> Uh You rolled a natural 20, so that yeah. is a guaranteed crit. Yes, it does. Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. 16 damage. All right. So when you, I guess, stab the guy, your rapier just kind of like slips over his shield and just kind of like jabs him right in the forehead. And this skeleton's entire body just crumples into a heap. Nice. Nice. I would like to think that uh, because of uh, your holding skills, Nick, like just holding him there, I just see this really quick opportunity. I just just take a stab at it. The real question is, do I have to make a reflex save to see if I fall on my face? No. No, you're fine. But it is Chester's turn now. So he's still alive? No. He is. I thought you just said he died. You see a pile of bones and... You know, uh-huh. equipment on the ground. All right. I'm going to run over and kick the pile of bones so that they can't, um, you know, form into a body again. Ah, uh, yes. Kicking's always been an effective form of stopping regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll kick with my scimitar. I mean, I'll take the skull. So are you just going like, to smack it with the scimitar? Yeah. All right. Uh, give me a, a, an attack. 22, baby. Nice. Yeah. Showed up so when it mattered does, most. Uh, six damage. It doesn't seem to respond. So, good job, everybody. I start <laughs> congratulating everybody and uh, patting everyone on the back with my last two actions. Okay. While you're busy congratulating everybody, the uh, the bones just kind of like start rattling and coming back together, and the skeleton just kind of reemerges around itself. Oh! It just rises from the pile. I definitely say that I take the skull. All right, so you're you're holding a skull as the rest of the body reforms in front of you, and like the eyes start glowing and looking at you. Uh, Tom, that's even spookier. <laughs> you spookied up the situation. <laughs> Whose turn is this then? Uh, it is the skeleton's turn. It reforms itself as one action, and it is going to attack Sindral since uh, that was not skull. nice. I guess I'm not grabbing you have it skull. anymore, am I? Uh, yeah, you, you might be holding like it's collarbone still. <laughs> and it hits Sindral for, uh, that's a natural 20 oh for a crit. God. So it deals 24 damage to Sindral. <gasps> I am absolutely thinking I'm dead right now. <laughs> what? I think I am dead. So uh, that definitely drops you to zero. You are now dying. Oh, oh dying. right. That's the... not so bad. <laughs> this I'm uh, not sure I'm behind this yet. What, the dying rules? 
Yeah, this seems this is I'm having a hard time getting behind where there's like different levels to dying before you're actually dead. It definitely takes away the threat of death a little bit. It does. Not really cuz it could still hit you and like like kill you faster, but so you have the dying two condition because it knocked you out with a crit. So you you drop, you have the dying two condition and uh, with the third action the skeleton just kind of turns to Chester and raises its shield. Uh, I cower as a free action. <laughs> but it is Lord Protector E's turn. I guess I'm going to... Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, the skeleton takes one acid damage and is still taking persistent damage. Okay, Lord Protector E. Oh. Well, now I'm torn because I was going to lay a hands this turn, but what would lay a hands do in terms of helping Syndral? It would heal him for six health. Would that remove any of the dying condition? So he would be at six health. He would no longer be dying. He would no longer be unconscious. So he loses both levels of dying. Anytime you lose the dying condition, you become wounded as a number equal to your dying condition. The wounded condition ends if someone successfully restores hit points to you with treat wounds, or if you are restored to full hit points and rest for ten minutes. So if you heal him to six, he's like he'll be un- he'll be conscious and have six health. But he, the dying two would then become wounded two. And wounded two basically makes it so that if the skeleton hits him again and drops him back to zero, his dying would become three instead of... Basically, when you become dying, you get a dying amount equal to one plus your wounded value. Or if it was a crit, two plus your wounded value. And if you get the dying four, you die. Basically, oh I could save Tom's life or do six damage to this guy. Do 1d6 damage to this guy. Alright, so I can't really get to Tom or Syndrome. That's going to be a problem. Also, you dropped your club. Yeah, I already thought about that. I mean, that's the first action. Alright, I'm going to pick up my club. I'm going to swing it. Alright, so the act of picking up your club is a manipulate action, and that is going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. So you're going to take 7 damage. Yeah, how's the skeleton so strong? It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so now you got your two actions remaining. Okay, I'm going to now swing my club. Okay. Hey, how about a 21? 21 hits. Oh, God nice. damn time. Eight damage. Oh, right, little kisser. That, he felt that one. That hurt. He looks like he's tottering about to, to fall down again. And with my last action anticipating he didn't like that, I'm going to raise my shield. All right. Uh, that brings us to Chester. Mr. Oh. President, you're up. It's the president. All right. So, do I know why this thing dies and comes back? Uh, if you would like, you can roll a, uh, let's see. It is a religion check. 19. 19. It's an 18 on the die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that looks pretty good. You know that uh, all skeletons have like some weird abilities to them, and it's kind of different for every skeleton. This one apparently has the ability to collapse and reform itself. Uh, you know that it has a reaction called collapse. Anytime the skeleton is critically hit, it can choose to collapse into a pile of bones, making the attack only deal normal damage instead of critical damage. <laughs> and the skeleton can reform itself as an action. But while it's just a pile of bones, it is considered immobilized and flat-footed. I will shout that information out to the group and hurl a gob of acid at it. 
Okay. 26 to hit. <laughs> that hits. Two damage. <laughs> so that little glob of acid smacks the skeleton right in the chest, and it drops. Yeah! Well, let's not get too excited. <laughs> no, I, I start jumping up and down. I, I, I run to somebody to hold me up. Oh, no. It's you. <laughs> it's the drill. Okay. Hold right, me up. Uh, <laughs> S- Sindral just... Uh, Sindral still just lying there. Sindral, I need you to roll just a d20. Uh, oh, can I, can I remove the longsword and armor off of the skeleton? Uh, yeah, you can. But your friend is dying right now, just so you know. So we're going to do that first. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Ooh, so your dying value increases by one. You are now dying three. Oh, God. Save me. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Help, I, I've fallen I, and I can't get up. I, I get I'm right next dying to three. Buddy, are you all right? <laughs> Bring him over to me. I flex my muscles and say, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right next to him. <laughs> so what do you guys do? <laughs> well, I want it to are... be clear that if this skeleton reforms, he's not going to have his longsword and armor on him. It appears that the skeleton is down for good. Okay. Then I'm going to go over and give the lay hands. Okay. So he just heals six. Just gets it? I don't have to roll it? Yep. So, Sindral, you have six health, <laughs> and you now have the wounded three condition. Oh, man. I saw father. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy. Well, when, when do we ever make him happy? Okay. So, you have defeated that skeleton. If you would like to loot him he has a longsword a steel shield uh and a set of chainmail that seems to be still functional Ooh, i like those too somebody wants this the armor that i have what is uh chainmail is it heavy uh it is medium armor um and if you want to put that on that gives you a plus four item bonus to your ac oh yeah uh, and it caps your dex bonus at one, which yours happens to be. Is that steel shield an upgrade? Um, it's not an upgrade stat-wise. It still gives you uh, the same plus two bonus to your AC when you raise a shield. But it does have a higher hardness, which means it, w- it blocks more incoming damage. And it has more HP, which means it can take more punishment before it breaks. And I don't think anyone else could use a shield, right? Nope. Um, actually, anyone can use a shield. That, oh. that is something that they change. Like, champions get get a feat called Shield Block at level 1. It's like a general feat, but they get it for free. And that allows you to, like, as a reaction, you can just... Yeah, I probably should have mentioned this when you got hit. But as a God reaction, it, you can just bring your shield up to block incoming damage. So, like, it blocks the number the of damage equal to the shield's hardness. Gotcha. So your wooden shield would have blocked three damage, and then both the shield and you would have taken anything above three. Okay. Does somebody want the wood shield? I can take a shield if no one wants it. I hand you the wooden shield then. Sweet. Now that we are out of combat, I'm just going to tell you guys about a little fun thing called treat wounds. It is something that anyone can do. It takes ten minutes to treat one injured living creature, including yourself if you want. Target is then temporarily immune to this action for one hour. So, like, you can't... Like, all three of you can't use your treat wounds on Syndral to just buff him up a lot. But what you do is uh, you roll the medicine skill at a DC of usually 15, but I can, like, alter it based on circumstances. But it's usually going to be 15. And if you succeed... 
the target regains 2d8 health HP and has the wounded condition removed. By one or all together? So like he's all together. wounded three. Oh, nice. So it would remove his wounded three altogether and heals 2d8 health. Um, and on a critical success, the target heals 4d8 health instead. Damn. And anybody can do that? Yep. But if you critically fail, he's going to take 1d8 damage. He dies. <laughs> That's oh my funny. god. Well, right, get over here, Syndrome. I have, a, I have a plus five in medicine, so... I also have a plus five. Yeah, so with that, you cannot critically fail. Okay. Because it would be a DC five to critically fail. Does anyone have higher than a plus five? I got plus five, but not not higher. Here it comes. Whoa, there it is. 20. Nice. 20. So you spend 10 minutes. Uh, Nick, something that your character has, you have a feat, a skill feat called Battle Medicine. Uh-oh. And that means you can do the treat wounds action as an action in combat. What? Oh, now he tells me. You see that, That Tom? is cool. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, once you... Once you use it on someone, that person cannot receive battle medicine again for one day. That's so it's kind of like, cool. don't don't fuck it up? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like, throw some bandages on it quick. But it's like, okay. after that, you need to actually, you know, focus on it. And, like, it's right. not going to help again after that. But they could still have treat wounds done to them later. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's really cool. They can that's only just do the cool. battle medicine once yep. per day. That's cool. I really like that ability. Yeah. yeah like, I'm glad we know well, about it now out of combat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he couldn't have reached Syndral in combat anyway, oh. so shush. <laughs> this is five foot walls. So Chester uh, does the treat wounds on Syndral. So uh, Chester, go ahead and roll 2d8. Let's see how much he heals. Yeah, here it comes. Six. So he heals six. <laughs> It's pretty good. Uh, does does anyone else want to do any treat wounds? Like you can't hit yeah. Syndral with it, but there's two other injured people. If you'd like to, I can help one of the injured people. All right, roll it. I'm gonna go, uh, lady, lady protector E. Okay. And bang, twenty three. That oh. is a success. Go ahead and roll two d eight. Bang, Ooh. eleven. Oh, that would have been nice. And I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. I'm time. gonna try and heal, <laughs> heal uh, Chester. We're all rubbing each other's yeah. backs. It's yep, okay, yep. buddy. <laughs> You'll be all right. You can do it. You can take it there. <laughs> get out, champ. <laughs> do you got a boo-boo? Let me put some Neosporin on that for you. Give you some Robitussin. Uh, that's a 16. All right, that's a pass. Roll 2d8. All right, 2d8. Now you take an 11 there. <laughs> everybody, everybody but Syndra, I'll take the big heels. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Syndra, at, Whatever, least, at least you're not wounded anymore. So That's you're not going to immediately best. die if you get back to zero. All right. So Thanks. you guys just spent 10 minutes kind of patching each other up. Just as a reminder, if you if if you guys want, if you want to take the time, Lord Protector E can spend 10 minutes to kind of like refocus to get his use of lay on hands back. Yes, I do want to do that. Could he have done that during one of our ten during our ten minutes of uh, bringing that dude back? He could have, but he was then he was healing uh, Chester. Right, I was giving Chester the molester the old touch. So either way, he needs to send <laughs> two ten minute actions to one to to one to treat wounds and one to uh, refocus. Well, I mean, we're not like. On the clock, I could just yeah. We wait well, yeah, ten minutes. You, you, yeah, you don't seem to be in any immediate danger. So, in I mean, theory, could I just heal us all back up the full? Yeah, if you wanted to spend the whole day, the, if you want to just take the time and just rest for a while, you can. Ooh, I could do some resting. 
Yeah, well, Do I get spells any... back if I rest? Uh, you'd have to like rest until the next quote unquote morning, even because you suck eight hours. have no real way to tell time in here. It's just dark, but <laughs> but you haven't lost any spells, right? Just cantrips. No, I've you did use magic I... missile, and I I have mage armor on. Right. So that was another first level, but it lasts all day. So okay, let's do this. Let's rest enough time so that I can hit scram or scram. I can hit syndrome with <laughs> two layered hands and then refocus. So thirty minutes. Okay. And lay of hands is just one d six, right? Yeah, I'll, I'm just trying to think because you already because you spent twenty minutes already doing the treat wounds and refocus. So you're going to spend another half hour just to yeah. lay on hands, refocus, lay on hands, refocus, lay on hands, refocus. Just did three more times. <laughs> yeah, so two, two actual 18. lay on hands, and then I finish with a refocus point. Okay. I, I have nightmares so. about standing around in hallways just healing because that's how other DMs kill me all <laughs> the time. It's always how people die. Like that's my, my whole high school, I feel like we always had shit happen when we tried to rest. I'm just going to roll 2d6 together. Oh, well, you're it's, taking it's a nap? Ju- it just heals six. It is not oh. a D six. Yeah, take take twelve uh twelve heal there, Cindril. He is now almost full from that, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, he is. Alright. And we're refreshed and ready to move on. Did we get a oh. key? Nope. We don't even know where we need to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check this out. Alright, in case anyone's not aware, let me walk first in the rooms because I Got AC. So you come to the end of this hallway, and there is a door there. You don't see any uh, doorknob or handle or anything. Right about here, there's a little like shelf, little ledge built into the wall with uh, a an inscription above it that simply reads, No weapons allowed. What? I'm going to go up to the door. <laughs> I don't have any weapons on me. Don't you have a dagger? No, I've got nothing. I'm looking at my inventory. You could just do that. I was going to say, what if you called him, like, you know, one half of a scissor? You know? Don't call what? it a weapon. Just say it's something else. <laughs> this is just my paperweight. It's <laughs> no, I like one half of a scissor. It's just my one half of a scissor. <laughs> but no, the door does not open. Hmm. What if I put my club and this longsword on the shelf? When you put your... Weapons on the shelf. The door opens. All right, and I walk in. Okay. This is another room covered in spider webs. What? Oh. Can I like peek my head in? The five foot step. My head doesn't have any uh, weapons, you know. Well, the door's open, so. Yeah, you know. Uh, I can just look in. Yeah, the door remains open. Is there? Do I see anything other than spider webs? Uh, go ahead and roll me perception to seek. It's a nineteen. I got a thirteen. Lord Protector E, you notice two more of those, like the same type of spider that you fought before, hiding in this corner and this corner. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, boys. We're all going to slowly back out while they follow us out to where multiples of us can hit them. Okay? That's a good idea. Do they, do they come towards me? Do they creeping on in? Can I kite these fools? <laughs> Go ahead and roll a uh, roll a nature check to recall knowledge. Nine. That is enough to pass because it's fresh in your mind and you just did this. You remember that back in the other room where you fought one of these things, it came down when Chester started messing with its web. 
Oh, yeah. So if, if you want to provoke them, you can do something to the web to draw their attention. Yeah, what if we uh, all readied an action and then someone provoked it so we were just like, bang! I got a question. Got what if uh, what if Chester was to hand me my longsword? What would happen oh. then? I don't know. Why don't you try it? I would. That uh, sounded like he thought that was a good idea. I, I put my hand out. Bad yeah. idea. No, I put I my was... hand out. Put it in my hand. See what happens. Okay. I do it, like, but really slowly. So if something bad happens, I can still not do it. So you just take the sword off of that ledge and hand it to Lord Protector E? E, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's just over there just nodding his head like, yeah, yeah do it. <laughs> the door remains open. Oh, nice. I, I start fucking nice. with the webs. Let's do this. All right. All right. So the two spiders drop down. Uh, everyone roll initiative. All right. Uh, Lord Protector E, what's your initiative? 17. All right. Chester? 19. Uh, Mr. President? 15. And Cinderall? 12. Such a speedy rogue. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the spiders are up first. What? And the one to the east is going to fire a web shot at Lord Protector E. Does a 23 hit? Yes. So you are now immobilized and stuck to the wall next to you. Oh, no. Me getting stuck to the walls has not gone well for me in the past. (laughs) 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 R.I.P. All right. And then that same one is going to try to bite you with his fangs. Oh, right. He's going to do more. Uh, does a 14 hit? Nope. All right. And I guess he tries one more time to bite you, but a nine's not going to do it. Now the spider to the south is also going to try and bite you a few times. Uh, He crits you on the first one. Oh, no. (laughs) So So he hits you for 14, and I need you to roll a fortitude save. Listen. Listen here, Bob. It's going to be an 11 on the fortitude <laughs> All right. So, ooh, ow. You take another nine poison damage. Excuse me? Yeah. What the fuck? And um, you are now flat-footed. And I'm also down to nine health. All right. He's going to try and bite you again. Oh, right. Makes sense. Uh, does the 13 hit your flat-footed AC? No. Okay. And the third one, oh, definitely doesn't hit. All right. Chester, you're up. Your friend just got uh, stuck to the wall and bitten, mm-hmm. and he is not looking good. Yeah, well, I don't have any fucking heals, so... Well, maybe you can cut me down. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so I use my six scimitar to go ahead and hack him down and totally not hit him, you know, in case I roll a one. I'm, you know, being real careful, so... He's taking uh, hit him. ten minutes on it, verse 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that careful. Do you want me to roll a scimitar, or do you want me to just uh, succeed? It's a little weird on this. I'm not. I don't want to like delve too much into the research right now, but I'm gonna say that uh, you can spend an action to just kind of hack away at some of the webs holding him, but that's just uh-huh. gonna basically give him a bonus on his turn when he tries to escape it. That's better than nothing. So each action that you spend doing that will give him a little more of a bonus. Also, there is that one spider within reach, and you've got your shield, so you've got options here. Okay. Well, I definitely want to cut him down because he's yelling, help cut me down. (laughs) 
Oh no! I'll spend two actions on it and raise my shield. Yeah, I like. Won't I like that idea. Okay. Okay. So two actions. I thought... trying to cut and then uh, raise your shield. Okay. I see. All right. So Lord Protector E, you're up, and uh, if you're going to try to escape, it is one action, and I need you to basically roll an unarmed attack. Twenty. That is enough. You uh, you rip your yourself away from the wall. You are no nice. longer stuck. And I have two actions left. Indeed. Alrighty, I'm going to lay a hand myself for six, and then I'm going to raise my shield. Maybe. If I move, they're going to get attacks of opportunity on me. Well, that is the thing about second edition. Most things that you fight are not going to have the ability to use attacks of opportunity. Of, like, the 12 classes, only fighters come with the ability to use attacks of opportunity. And most monsters that you fight are not going to have that. Alright, if you're telling me they're probably not going to attack me, I'm going to move to the square right there. Okay. Yeah. And they do not attack you while you do that. Uh, Mr. President, you're up. I am going to hold my action for after Syndrome. Okay, so you're going to just delay yourself until... Yep. All right, Sindral, you're up. Was our plan to have them, like, come out? We didn't really um, have much of a plan. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like right now I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I don't exactly know what my movement should be here. Sindral's going to wait until he gets a opportunity, so he's going to hold an action until uh, he can actually stab one. You're going to ready an attack? Yeah, ready an attack. Okay. And that brings us back to the spiders. No. Oh, sorry. You're right. That brings yeah. us to Jam Job. So if I move down here, I'm guessing I don't have a line of sight. Correct. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Now it is the spider's turn. And the uh, southern spider is going to shoot a web at Chester. <laughs> Uh, does a 13 hit you? No, it doesn't hit me. But why are they attacking me? <laughs> uh, he's going to shoot one more at you. Does a 16 hit? Nope. And uh, and then he's just going to step up on you. But that's his third action. So now the other one is going to start by trying to bite you with his fangs. Does a 19 Aha! hit? Now with my shield up. Nice. So he tries it again. 21. So my AC does... is 21. So he hits you for eight damage. Oh my god. What is it, a Did bite? He... he chomps on me? Yep, and I need you to roll a fortitude save. Oh, oh uh, I gotta hit this one. E, I also need you to roll a fortitude save. Alright, so you both passed. Sweet. Chester is not poisoned at all, and I believe the pass oh. makes your poison run its effect as well, but I'm just gonna double check quick. That's right. But, okay, so yeah, when you you saved against the poison that lowers the level of the poison in you by one because it was only at the stage one you remove it so it you the poison is gone poison's done and then this guy is going to try and bite you one more time chester but a 15 no. ain't going to do it so that brings us to chester your turn oh return fires good sir i guess i have enough hp to keep standing here fighting <laughs> for, with fighting for my friends here we go fight Fourteen. Uh fourteen hits. Oh my oh. god. Nine damage. What's up? Let's go. Nice. Alright. 
Uh, feeling emboldened by that 14 hitting, I'm going to swing again. Hey, oh. 24, minus 5, 19. 19 also hits. For 10. And also, your scimitar has the forceful trait, which means oh. uh, if you hit more than once with that weapon on your turn, the second attack gets a circumstance bonus equal to the number of damage dice, which is 1. So, because you hit with it a second time, it deals an additional plus one damage. Awesome. I'm not going to argue uh, with plus one. But no matter with the plus one or not, you killed it. Nice. Hey. Nice. All right. Oh, in my third action, I'm going to spook myself and raise my shield. Okay. That yeah. brings us to Lord Protector E. Seeing my compadre so gallantly stand up to that spider, I'm feeling inspired. Not with rage, but inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to move here okay. and take a swing. Okay. The longsword. I'm inspired with all this inspiration. <laughs> That's a 22 to hit. 22 hits. For 9 damage. And Big then leap. I'm going to raise my shield. And then my okay. turn. Uh, Sindral, you're up. I guess while seeing the rest of the team is uh, kind of doing an okay job, he moves on in. Okay. And will attempt to stab it. Sindral, 19 to hit. Oh, 19 definitely hits. Nice. nice. Seven damage is going to be enough to kill this thing. Ooh. All nice. right. Yeah, uh, that was easier when we started hitting them, <laughs> and they weren't hitting us so much and hitting <laughs> you to a wall and all that. Uh, These corridors are brutal, though. It's like, you know, yeah, open you... this door, get attacked. <laughs> like, open next door, get attacked. Like, uh... <laughs> Syndral really wants to take the uh the other uh Venom sex. Well, you do you. Roll to your character. That's probably what's gonna happen. I have a one in nature. Do or it. in survival. survival. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. He Die. poisons himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Is just he... a little bit. Tom's been known for making strong <laughs> reflex saves. Oh. Does twelve make it? Uh twelve does not make it. And we'll even do one by one. So you're, you're trying to get those venom sacks out of the first one, and you manage to get them out, but they are pierced beyond use and like just dripping with stuff you don't want dripping. Okay. And then the other one? Do it up. Ooh, nine. <laughs> Should have cut your losses while you were ahead, big guy. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and roll me a fortitude save, buddy. Ooh, That's oh. a critical failure. Oh. Ooh, Ooh 18. Nice. All right, so you managed to, you know, like, while you're trying to get the, the poison sack out of this one, you kind of nick your hand on the, the fang, but luckily it doesn't pierce. But you do, again, ruin the venom sack trying to get it out. So now what? Uh, is there anything in the room other than the webs? Um, I don't know. Let's find out. I don't even want to roll now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 24. I don't think I can Ooh, beat 26. it. Ooh, 26. Let's go. That's not even a 20. Oh, look at this! Dude, Copper Pot is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, when man. everybody's already crushed the perception check, he's there. <laughs> yeah, he really showed up. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. So, yeah, you guys, uh, everyone but Elora, who is uh, probably me? busy checking herself over, or maybe just busy refocusing after using that lay on hands in combat. You think there's that big of a difference between 12 and 27? For this check, there is. So yeah, while while Elora's a little distracted, the three of you just kind of like, you're just clearing webs away, looking for stuff, and you find another key that's easily located within the webs, 
But because your perception checks were that high, you also find a small button hidden in this corner. Oh, oh press it. Press it without yep. thinking. I press it without like thinking. like buttons. No thoughts. Just All whack. Right. <laughs> Palm right on the button. What does this do? So you open it up, and this nice. wall right here just kind of opens right up, leading to a small 5x5 five five alcove. Inside, there is another one of those little shelves built into the wall with a single vial sitting on it. Ooh, I want to know um, what's in the vial. Uh, that's going to be, I believe, an arcana check. Or uh, if you have oh. alchemical crafting, you can roll that. Well, a 19. Gem Jop easily recognizes this as an oil of potency. And what that does is it adds, temporarily adds a rune of potency onto a weapon. And potency is kind of like Pathfinder 2nd Edition's version of a plus one weapon or plus two. Like, um, mm -hmm. a rune of potency adds one damage dice to the weapon every time you roll it. So, say it was like for Lord Protector E's longsword. If you put that oil on it until it wears off, that longsword's doing 2d8 damage instead of 1d8. What? That's oh my pretty cool. God. How long does it last? Uh, that is what I am looking up right now. And how many uses are in the vial? It's a one-use vial. <laughs> I think we should we should reward Chester for such a good job charging in. He seemed to turn the tide of Ooh. battle. Yeah, what are you guys gonna do? So we're gonna I, rub uh, your face with it. That's what Mr. President says. <laughs> but I'll wait to oh, see. If, thank I'll you. wait to make sure everybody else is on board. I am of the people and for the people. I uh, all right. I, I'm just happy to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Just happy to have your name even spoke by the president's mouth. Yeah. All right. So the oil of potency, it uses one action to use it. And when you apply it to a non-magical weapon or suit of armor, that item becomes magically potent. If it's a weapon, it becomes a plus one striking weapon. Or if it's an armor, it becomes plus one resilient armor for one minute. One minute. Mm. Pretty good. Yeah, that's a whole battle. Yeah. So a plus one striking weapon means you would have plus one to attack, and you would do the uh, extra dice of damage. Wow. So you found the key, you found that. There doesn't appear to be anything else in this room. Let's try and go and open one of the doors up here. Soon one of them's going to be locked. Yep. True, true. Uh, yeah, you go right up, and this door, more like a, a graded gate, like a portcullis again, but you see a door, uh, a, a lock on the wall right next to it. I make the recommendation maybe we should uh, try out that door before we uh, go up through there. Sure. Maybe so Either way, we gotta test the doors to see which one the key goes to. I don't care which order we do it. Uh, the key does seem... It looks like it'll fit in the one that you're standing in front of. Oh. So let's not listen to Tom, then. Who has the key? I don't have it. I was the only one not in that room. Yeah, I was a... Uh, Chester found the key first, because he had the higher highest perception. Oh, perfect. If it fits in the lock, I'll go ahead and put it in there. Okay. The key does turn, opens the lock, and that that portcullis swings open. Sweet. I rush in headlong. <laughs> okay. You, you come he just to got rewarded for that. It makes sense. You come to another, like, another portcullis with another lock in the wall right here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I opened the door to get to another door. That's locked. Wait, yeah. Is it locked? Yeah. Like you like two I, keys. I sheepishly back out of here and come over here, kind of hanging back as to not um, show your shame. You know, let everyone know. Yeah. 
Okay. So this is this one is simple. It's just a it's a a simple door with one of those pull chains on it. I pull the chain. All right. You open that door up, and there is a maybe a twenty foot hallway with a branch off to the left, about ten feet away. Yeah, I know what to do with these gem things. You touch them, then you it's get fully. Oh, hold on. You get to that hallway. You look down, and at the end, you see basically just like this ghastly, not ghastly, but just iridescent blue aura at the end of the hallway. So my gut tells me to just leave that where it is and ignore it, and go down to the door. Okay. Is the door locked? Uh, the door is unlocked. It's another one of those pull chains, but there is an inscription on the wall right next to it. Death awaits. Proceed with caution. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't like the fact that I turn around and there's no one in the hallway with me. Is Lord Protector E just following along? On can I, can I slowly <laughs> creak open that door? <laughs> the death door? <laughs> well, my gut Jesus. tells me not to fucks with the ghost thing. Uh, Chester and Jam Jop, are you guys just hanging back? No, I'm following that. I'm following uh, that. I, I, here. I don't mess around with moving that figure. I'm always with the group. Okay. <laughs> so I, when I remember, I'll do it. But yeah, I'm always right in the same <laughs> spot. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, okay. So Jim, drop give me there. an Ar- give me an Arcana check to recall knowledge, please. <clears throat> oh, I can do those. Get nice. you that twenty-five. Very nice. Ooh. That blue aura that's at the end of this hallway. Mm-hmm. It you don't have experience with them, but you recognize it as some sort of teleportation magic. Hey, this is uh, Ooh, this is teleportation yeah. magic. I think. I slow my roll. In that case, I'm now <laughs> now my gut tells me we should fucks with this thing. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna fucks with it. I'm gonna actually let you go take the lead on this, despite the fact that I'm usually trying to protect you. I don't know what it is. I, <laughs> this <laughs> this might be in my purview. Crack my my <laughs> presidential knuckles. All right. So what do you want to do with it? He is the president. Uh, I'm gonna touch it. <laughs> All right. You stick your hand in, and your hand kind of disappears for a sec, and then you pull your arm out and your hand comes back. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, good sign. Can good I sign. stick my head in there? <laughs> your head kind of disappears for a sec? I mean, yeah, I just want to... He said yeah. it, but, like, I'm also doing that, so I guess we both are going to stick our heads in? <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that was my... Ne- like, where does this time. go? I don't have I hold, eyes on I my I hold fingers. my breath. You stick your head in, and you... All you can really see is, like, a... a like, almost, almost blinding white light. Like, you know it'll lead somewhere, but it's almost like a tunnel. Like, you stick your head in, you you just see the tunnel, you're not seeing what's on the other side. Wait a minute, but what about the smell? <laughs> uh, it smells... It's got a faint smell of vinegar. Hmm. I mean, I'm a fish and chips boy. I think I'm going to jump in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right in. There. Oh my God. I look back and go, this is too cool. I got to check this out. I'm going to step in it. Dead can raise the dead. We're fine. So <laughs> stop it. I would so follow three. because I'm going to be going after the president. Uh, if they just jump in, better with them than out here. Yeah. So yes. Okay. So the four of you, one by one, just run headlong into this teleportation aura, yep. and we'll see you next time. Oh, oh, oh man! See you. See you. Hey, look at this shiny new vessel I have. Oops, dropped it. (laughs) Can I have another one?